Nobody asked you, Kevin! Welcome to Nobody Asked You Kevin. I'm Kevin. Hey, I've got a question for you before we open up today. Wouldn't it be kind of weird if I wasn't Kevin, but I hosted a podcast called Nobody Asked You Kevin? I think it would be. Anyways, um, last night was the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 53. Super Bowl LII if you're down with the Roman numerals. Los Angeles Rams and the New England Patriots. Uh, and honestly, I couldn't really have given a rat's ass about the, the outcome of the game. But I watched it anyways, and it was boring as fuck. Though, you have to give Tom Brady credit. I mean, he may be a very strange character, and he may have some weird ideas about food and detoxes and all that stuff that I think emanates from his wife. But... He's the GOAT. He's the best quarterback to ever play football. I don't think there's any doubt about it. There's no way around it. Um, he's been in the league for 18, 19 years now, and he's still doing his thing. So, I mean, give Tom Brady credit. He's the fucking GOAT. But I think the bigger story was, at least for me, uh, halftime entertainment um, was Maroon 5. Travis Scott, whoever the hell that actually is, and half of the disbanded um, outcast. And when I say half, um, I mean big boy, not the not the good half, um, not not Andre three thousand, but big boy. Um, needless to say, from my tone or what I'm saying, you can probably, if you didn't see it, you can probably understand that the performance sucked really, really bad. It was not good. Um, Adam Levine of Maroon 5 is a terrible live singer. I mean, he is horrible. Um, He's on the show called The Voice on TV. Um, The Voice producers should actually sue the guy for fraud. I mean, he's such a terrible live singer. The the dude, I mean, when he was up on stage, he looked so joyless out there, so joyless. And music is not supposed to be joyless. The Super, Super Bowl halftime show is not supposed to be joyless. It's supposed to be happy. The dude couldn't hold a tune. He looked terrible. He didn't look happy. And, and this is coming from me, okay? I like a lot of rock and metal, but I like a lot of pop music, too. I do like some Maroon 5 songs. 
And hell, I was just listening to their song, Sugar, before starting the recording of this episode. So, so you can't say that I, I can't say that I hate all their music. He just cannot perform live. He cannot sing live. Kind of a side note, one thing I've seen all over social media and the news and in the internet uh, are people kind of making fun of his tattoos. He took off his shirt and he's covered in tattoos. Um, that's the one thing I won't make fun of. I can make fun of him not being able to sing all the time because he is supposed to be a musician and singer. He's a vocalist and he can't carry a tune live. But he's got a bunch of tattoos. And like I said, I've seen a lot of chatter, and I'm not going to participate in that because, I mean, honestly, I have 13, 14, 15 tattoos as well. And people probably wouldn't like those. I mean, all of them mean something to me. Tattoos have, or I mean, they should have some sort of meaning to the individual um, getting them. So uh, I'm not going to critique his tattoos. He might have reasons for having having those tattoos. Um, they definitely weren't those, I mean, prison tattoos or poking stick tattoos that are terrible. So, not going to make fun of that. I will make fun of him not being able to perform live as he is a vocalist. And that is what he does professionally. But, getting back to the show. The entire night should have been called the Super Bowl. Because it was pretty shitty. The real halftime show, which I want to talk about, was Saturday night. And it was coined Super Saturday Night. Run the Jewels, the hip-hop group, opened for the Foo Fighters. And I'm not going to say much about Run the Jewels or RTJ. Um... I love them as a group. I love a lot of their music, but I thought their performance was pretty lackluster, but I do like them a lot. They, they are, like I said, a hip hop rap group. So, um, but if you know me and you've heard me talk about music before, you'll, you'll pretty much already know that the Foo Fighters are one of my favorite rock bands ever. I saw them live this past summer, 2018 and had a blast um, I did already talk about my thoughts on the concert and Foo Fighters over on James Hop's podcast, Rock with Hop, um, last year. Um, you can check it out um, and hear my thoughts as well as uh, some other people's thoughts about Foo Fighters. But I'll actually echo some of those thoughts here. I'll link to Rock with Hop in the show notes um, so that you can check it out and you can have an easy link to it. But... I mean, the Foo Fighters are the quintessential American rock band. Um, they are pure, unadulterated, in-your-face rock and roll. Um, and that's how I like to describe them. They are everything you want in a rock band. I mean, Dave motherfucking Grohl is a legend. I, I saw a lot of live rock and metal shows last year. And the Foo Fighters show was my absolute favorite. So again, check out Rock with Hop for more, more foo goodness. Um, James Hop also had David Isaac, who's another huge Foo Fighters fan, on, and we chatted about the topic and, and music in general. Um, 
and the, the the discussion lasted for close to two hours so it's a good listen give it a check give it give it a listen you, you won't be disappointed so getting back to super saturday night Foo rocked the hell out of Atlanta, and they they played for just over two hours, which ended somewhere at least the last time I saw on the clock was about 1:30 a.m. So 1:30 in the morning. Um, I'm I'm trying to remember the set list as best as I can, and I think I have it listed all here. But they played around 20 songs total, and like I said, this was about a two-hour set. And when I saw them this past summer. It was two about two and a half to three hour set that they played. Um, so if I'm forgetting everything, anything here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blame old age and the fact that they were on TV, they were on streaming, we were watching them rock out until about 1:30 a.m. and it was way too damn late for me to be up. So their set list looked like all my open. They opened up with all my life. They played Learn to Fly, The Pretender. Um, with a little bit of uh, Aerosmith's Train Kept a Rollin' mixed into the song. Um, they they played The Sky is a Neighborhood from their latest album, Concrete and Gold, and I love that song so much. I love it. It's a great live song. Played Times Like These. Um, Taylor Hawkins had an awesome drum solo. That dude is a monster. He can drum with the best of them. He can sing. He is a pretty cool dude. Um, they also played Sunday Rain, uh, My Hero, uh, which is another great song. And, and if you don't remember, I believe My Hero was um, uh, from the Varsity Blues soundtrack, if I remember correctly, um, from 1999. Um, These Days, Walk. And they surprised me by this next song. Um, they did play La Dee Da which is a song off their latest album, Concrete and Gold, but it's something you don't really hear um, that they perform or anything, but it was pretty neat. Then they, they um, start playing John Lennon's Imagine, and they did this during the summer show as well, um, start playing the, the melody to Imagine, and then Dave Grohl starts to sing Van Halen's Jump to the tune of Imagine, which is pretty neat. They introduced the band... They play Blitzkrieg Bop. The next thing that you know, they bring out Roger Taylor of Queen, the drummer from Queen. And um, he's on drums. And then Taylor Hawkins gets down from the drum set. And uh, he he picks up a microphone. He sings under pressure. And Roger Taylor's playing guitar. Or, sorry, playing drums. And... Uh, it's a pretty cool thing to see. Uh, they go into Monkey Wrench and then Run, another one of my favorite Foof songs. Um, and then Dave brings Tom Morello and Zach Brown out on stage. And they 
they jump into Black Sabbath's War Pigs, which was pretty neat. And then Perry Farrell of Jane's Addiction jumps up on stage, and they do an awesome cover of Mountain Song as well with Zach Brown and Tom Morello up there. They then finish up with the be- with Best of You, and of course, in the in the place in the set with um, Everlong. So um, the entire night was fantastic, and to the NFL. I would say, get your shit together. Find someone worthwhile to do a halftime show. Because this Foo show that was on Super Saturday Night, that was the halftime show. That was what a halftime show should be. Shrink that down to a couple of songs, 15, 20 minutes, whatever it might be, that is a halftime show. What we got was not a halftime show. That was a shit show. I mean, at at this point, I'm okay with getting Bruno Mars back to do every halftime show until eternity. But, I mean, he's a hell of a performer. But wouldn't asking someone like Metallica, or, as I said, the Foo Fighters, be a smart move? I mean, they are rock bands. Quintessential American rock bands. I mean, what about if you if you branch out to other rock bands? What about Shine Down? What about Nothing More? What about Pop Evil? I mean, these are rock American rock bands who might not have the notoriety or be as famous as some of these pop groups, but they can put on a hell of a show. Or, I mean, really, when you think about it, something just popped in my head. What about Green Day? Yeah, Green Day has changed their sound over time. They've become poppier. They're not as is um, what they were back in 1999 or anything like that. But they might be worth a shot. So let's put a spin on something. How about the next couple of Super Bowl halftime shows? Let's make America rock again. Let's rock. Let's move to a rock band doing the halftime show. I just I just think about after seeing that travesty that was Maroon 5, I, I just go back to the beautiful show that Prince did several years ago. I mean, that was rock and roll. And what happened last night was not rock and roll. It was pure shit. So, speaking of rocking, 
I mean, I have always been fascinated with the guitar. Um, I'm not musically inclined by any way, any, 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 anything. Um, closest thing I've ever come to playing in a band was in fifth grade in elementary school when I played trumpet for less than a year. And I, I've been thinking about something for a while. So I did a thing about a month or, or so ago. Um, I went down to the local guitar shop, and I talked to the, uh, the the guitar dude in there. And he was an old dude, long hair. He was really cool. Um, and at the end of that talk, I walked out of there with a used Schecter guitar and a Marshall amp. So I'm going to learn to play guitar. Now, it'll it'll... It'll probably be well into my 40s until I get to the point of um, of actually being somewhat even mediocre at it. I'm going to clue you in on something here. Like I said, I'm not musically inclined. I'm at the skill level of what you would consider to be an 8-year-old picking up the guitar for a first the first time ever. I'm just now reading about the pentatonic scale and guitar chords. I'm at the lowest level that someone can be. But I wanted a new hobby. I wanted something challenging, something that I may never even get close to being decent at, but something that's well worth the effort. And with that, I've been watching a lot of instructional videos for beginners on YouTube and people playing guitar and instructing how to play guitar. Um, and by the way, there are a lot of good guitar players on YouTube. It, it's kind of it's crazy uh, because there are so many guitar players on YouTube and instructional videos and everything. Um, I've been watching a lot of um, uh, up close finger placements on the frets during rhythm playing and lead lead guitar playing. So I've been and I've been watching a lot of soloing as well. And I thought to myself. Why not do an episode on guitar solos that I think are are good? Or when I really thought about it, I wanted it really came out to be underrated guitar solos. It, it, this is not a listing of songs with the best guitar solos of all time. You can find that anywhere on YouTube. There are I mean tens and hundreds of articles about the best guitar solos of all time in all music. So, so in, in in this podcast episode, you're not going to hear this song. won't hear this one Definitely 
not going to hear this. Best of lists are so damn sub- subjective. Um, there, like I said, there is no best solo. It doesn't exist. We, we just have our favorites. Everything is subjective. So I'm going to go through here and I'm going to list and, and maybe mention a, f- a little bit about the band and, and the solos or the songs. But I'm going to talk about my 10 of my favorite rock solos that I think are extremely underrated. Um, All of these solos make me happy. Um, They give me goosebumps. And you know, we we need more of that. If you look around about what's going around in the world, what's going on in the world today, and at least for me, I need music to make me feel good. Of course, music can inspire all sorts of emotions, and that's great, and that's fine, and that's needed. It can make you angry, it can make you punch a wall, it can make you cry, it can make you bounce up and down with joy. And again, all of these solos make me happy. Let's get, let's get talking about these solos and these songs. I mean, this list is not in any particular order. Um, it's 1 through 10. It's not, the first one isn't my most favorite one, and the 10th isn't my last, I mean, least favorite. Um, these are no particular order. So, here we go. Damn Yankees um, is the first band I'd like to talk about just for a second. Um, they were a American rock supergroup formed in 1989, so back to the 80s. And you'll find out there's a lot of songs from the 80s on here. Um, the band Damn Yankees consisted of um, Tommy Shaw of Styx, Jack Blades of Night Ranger, Ted Nugent, which, I mean, he was in the Amboy Dukes, and then, a, a, of course, Solo, and then Michael Cardalone. Damn Yankees themselves are probably more well-known for some of their ballads. Um, High Enough uh, is probably their most famous one, which has a spectacular guitar solo in its own right, but I'm not listing it here. They also have a, a pretty a more famous song called Where Are You Going Now? But the solo in this song here, which is called Don't Tread On Me, is played by Ted Nugent, of course. Um, it's spectacular. Um, and it's vastly underrated. I'm not even going to go into Ted Nugent now because Ted Nugent now these days is a right-wing 
nut job, crazy dude, but he can play guitar. And this song, this solo, um, is a tremendously underrated solo from Damn Yankees. Uh, you can find the song on their 1992 album, uh, Don't Tread, is what it's called, but the song is called Don't Tread on Me. Next up, we have More Than a Feeling from the band Boston. Uh, More Than a Feeling was written by Tom Scholes and released um, uh, on, of course, like I said, American rock band Boston's, um, their self-titled debut album from 1976. And um, there's going to be dates and everything in, in in this episode. If I get anything wrong, let me know. I'm going off of a lot of the, the what I wrote down on the top of my head and things that I remember and know. So if I do get a year wrong or something here or there wrong, hey, let me know. I'll, I'll fix it. Uh, but Tom Scholz um, is also the inventor of the Rockman Portable Guitar Amp, which is, this song is pretty much a staple of classic rock radio play these days. Uh, I don't think you can turn on a classic rock radio station and not hear this song at least once or twice a day. Um, the guitar solo's tone is, I mean, it gets me every damn time. It sends chills down my spine. I love it that much. Boston's guitar tone um, are to die for. And, and, and that's largely thanks to Tom Scholes himself. Um, like I said, he was the inventor of that Rockman portable guitar amp, but much of his experimentation to produce that amp actually allowed for um, that to die for tone that's characteristic of Boston the band. Um, so he experimented a lot in the 70s with microphones and amps and, and all sorts of things and to get that characteristic tone. Um, so give it a listen here and, and tell me, that I'm wrong about that tone because it's beautiful.
The next song we have is Far Behind by Candlebox. Um, Far Behind is from American rock band Candlebox's self-titled debut album, which was released in 1993. Um, The song Far Behind itself was inspired by um, a friend of Candlebox's vocalist, his name is Kevin Martin, his friend died of a heroin overdose in 1990. So he wrote this song kind of about his friend. Um, the friend was actually later identified as um, in an interview by Kevin Martin as Andrew Wood, who was a, a member of the band's Malfunction and Mother Love Bone. So um, it is a tremendously underrated guitar solo. It's a great song. It's a staple of the early 90s, but that guitar solo and even that sound of that guitar is just something to something that I love so much. So, give it a listen. Next up, we have a band called Shotgun Messiah. And I don't know if a lot of people know of this band. Um, They were a glam metal band um, in the late 80s and early 90s. They only really produced a couple of albums. But they are a glam metal band from Sweden, and which is kind of weird, that you don't hear a lot of glam metal bands from Sweden. But... um, This song is called Shout It Out. It's from their 1989 self-titled album, Shotgun Messiah. Um, The band consisted of, and I love some of these names, um, the band consisted of Zinni J. Zan on vocals, Harry Cody, which you'll hear in this guitar solo, um, Harry Cody on guitar, Tim Tim on bass, and Styx Galore, S-T-I-X-X Galore on drums. Um, the solo here is completely underrated because, again, at least I don't think many people know who Shotgun Messiah are. Maybe, maybe a lot more people know about them than I, than I think. But um, it, it's a song that doesn't really get brought up when you talk about guitar solos. But this guitar solo, um, it, it, it's a screaming guitar solo by Harry Cody. So here you go.
Next up, we have Round and Round by Rat. Rat is, of course, an American rock band um, in the 80s. Um, some would say hard rock. Some would say glam rock. Um, uh, but they released a album called Out of the Cellar in 1984 when this song Round and Round can be found on that. And it's probably Rat's most famous song. Um, it was their biggest hit Uh I believe it reached number 12 on the Billboard Hot 100 at the time. Uh, but that's the solo in this song is tremendously overlooked by pretty much everyone out there. It is a great solo. So here you go. Next up, Poison, their song, Life Goes On. If you lived through the 80s and early 90s, you know who Poison is. Led by Brett Michaels on vocals and rhythm guitar, Ricky Rocket on drums, Bobby Dahl on the bass, and the fucking awesome CeCe DeVille on lead guitar. Um, I love CeCe so much. Um, Poison is an American glam metal band. Their most well-known songs, I mean, we can name several songs. Talk Dirty to Me, I Won't Forget About You, Nothing But a Good Time, Fallen Angel, Every Rose Has Its Thorn, Unskinny Bop, Something to Believe In. I mean, those those are probably their most famous songs, most well-known songs. This one isn't really as well-known. It's an awesome song. It's a great song. It's from their 1990 album, Flesh and Blood. And this this Flesh and Blood album kind of marked the end of their extreme glam look with the the look with the excessive makeup and teased big hair and hairspray and all of that stuff, which if you go back to their 1986 album, look what the cat dragged in, look at that album cover, you'll know exactly what I what I'm saying here. Um, CC DeVille plays a beautiful guitar solo in this song. It is tremendous. Um, it's it's really it's the perfect extension of the song itself, and that's what you really want with a guitar solo. You want it to be an extension of the song without actually disrupting the song. So give it a listen right now, and you'll know that I'm right about it. CC Deville makes that guitar sing.
next up, we're going back a little bit in time. Simple Man by Leonard Skinner. I think we've all heard of Leonard Skinner before. I'm an American rock band from Jacksonville, Florida, formed in 1964. Um, they were one of the bands that popular, popularized the uh, southern rock genre in the 1970s. Um, Simple Man is a song that is the actual last song on their 1973 debut album, which was titled Pronounced Leonard Skinnerd. Um, the song itself is about, you know, subject matter is about a mother talking to her child about life. And um, it was actually inspired by lead singer, vocalist uh, Ronnie Van Zant, his, the, the passing of his grandmother. So um, the solo in this song is per, uh, performed by guitarist Gary Rosington. Um, Alan Collins plays rhythm and co-lead guitar in the song as well. And that's one thing about Leonard Skinner is um, they were a three-guitar attack. I mean, they had three guitars in their group. Um, uh, so, but again, this solo is tremendous. And, and I really think this solo, I mean, just thinking about this, um, this solo is one of the first ones that I really paid attention to um, when I was younger. And it made me fall in love with Skinner's music. Um, Skinner isn't just all about the down south, good old boy uh, music. I mean, Skinner produced some really good, good music. American rock band Shine Down, who I mentioned earlier and I'll mention later, um, covered the song spectacularly well um, in their, um, in, I think it was around 2003, 2004, on their initial debut album, um, Leave a Whisper. Uh, they covered the song and they did a tremendous job as well. But here's the solo from Simple Man, and you'll see that it is a truly underrated guitar solo. Next up, we have, if, if I had to pick a favorite from this list, and I, I really don't want to, but if I had to and someone held a gun to my head and I had to pick a favorite, I would say this is probably my favorite out of the 10. Um, but again, I'm not saying it is, but it would probably be my favorite. Um, we're talking Blackbird from Alter Bridge. So what do you get when you swap out Scott Stepp from Creed? Replace him with Miles Kennedy, you get the band Alter Bridge. They are one of the best pure rock bands in the world. Uh, Miles Kennedy is lead vocalist and, and rhythm guitarist. Uh, Mark Tremonti is lead guitarist. Mark Tremonti being from Creed, or the band formerly known as Creed. Um, and on this song, both of them contribute to this solo. 
and I guess you would call it a dual, dual solo. Um, Kennedy, Miles Kennedy begins the solo, and then Tremonti takes over and ends the solo. So again, the song is called Blackbird, and it's off the 2007 album titled Blackbird by Alter Bridge. It's a beautiful song. It's their longest song. It clocks in at around eight minutes or so. Um, it was actually inspired by a friend of Miles Kennedy who sold Kennedy his first guitar when he was a kid. And they stayed friends over the years. And then this friend passed away right as this song was completed. Um, and according to Kennedy in interviews, um, the song is about seeing the suffering of his friend and seeing the suffering that he was going through and hoping he would kind of find his solace soon and be free from all of it. And if, if this... I'm telling you, if this solo does not give you chills or move you in some way, I'm I'm not sure you're a human being. So let's listen. up we have a band that I think we all know called Toto. Toto is an American rock band and is probably best well known for their song Africa which is a classic song and I won't even get into the terrible cover that we saw from Pitbull this this past year. But this song which is called Hold the Line was also a huge hit for Toto. Um, it can be found on their 1978 self-titled album, Toto. Steve Lukather, Lukather, however you want to pronounce it, he was the lead guitar, and he is still a lead guitar player for Toto, um, and he's a prolific session guitar player, and he plays the solo in the song. And kind of an interesting fact about Steve, he's been on so many songs, and like I said, he's a prolific session guitar. He's recorded over like 1,500 songs in studio for other bands and other places. Um, he was actually on, of course, we know famously the Eddie Van Halen 
plays the solo in Michael Jackson's Beat It. But, and it's, it kind of like gets lost in there, but Steve was actually playing rhythm guitar on Beat It. So he's all over the place. So let's give it a listen. It's a great underrated guitar solo. then last because this is only a list of 10 I could keep going for a long time but no one wants to listen to that Um, I'm gonna put Carlos Santana put your lights on as ending this list Um, Carlos Santana legendary guitarist legendary Um, this is off his 1999 album um, called Supernatural and it, I mean, the album itself went 15 times platinum in the United States, won eight Grammy Awards, including Album of the Year. So, I mean, it was a well-received, well-recognized album. The album um, included the, the hit Smooth, which included Matchbox 20's Rob Thomas, uh, Maria Maria, which included the product GMB, uh, which was an American R&B duo that was kind of associated with Wyclef Jean's The Refugee Camp. Uh, but a third song off that album is, is my favorite from that album. And it's a duet with Everlast and Santana, and it's titled Put Your Lights On. The song actually won the Grammy for um, Best Rock Performance by a Duo or Group with a Vocal in 2000. Um, Everlast wrote the song... And he has actually said in interviews that the song was, and I'm going to quote, kind of all about hope, but it's coming from a really dark place and really questioning a lot of your beliefs and affirming stuff in your soul. The solo itself is magical. So give this a listen. And again, this is the last song in this group. We'll talk about solos again one day, but um, let's give this one a listen because this one is a great solo as well. So there you have it, 10 guitar solos that I think are completely underrated that you should listen to. 
if you like those solos, go find the go find the the full songs and listen to them. The numbers all go to eleven. Um, I was just looking at the concert schedule for February, and I'll be seeing uh, the band Dorothy this Friday. So you'll hear more about that. But then we're heading to Cincinnati to see the Sirius XM Octane Accelerator tour with the bands like a, with the band Like a Storm headlining the tour. Um, and then openers include Royal Tusk and Afterlife. And then I'm also seeing later in February, I'm also seeing the 90s rock staple Gin Blossoms here in Indy at the Vogue Theater. Uh, and again, near the end of the month, which I'm oddly looking forward to that one because I never saw them live in the 90s, 2000s. So I'm really looking forward to them. And I'm, I'm happy that they're still around because I love a lot of their music, whether it's Hey Jealousy or Found Out About You or Allison Road. I mean, they had a whole string of hits in the, in the 90s. So I'm looking forward to going to see um, Gin Blossoms. And really looking forward to the rest of the year because I already have a lot of great shows lined up, which I'm really, really can't wait. Um, gonna see Metallica and From Ashes to New. Got tickets to see Ice Nine Kills again. Uh, Slayer and Lamb of God and Cannibal Corpse. The Who, Ozzy Osbourne, Megadeth, Santana, which I already mentioned, the Doobie Brothers, and of course Iron Maiden's coming around here as well, so I've got tickets to see them. And I just actually saw earlier today that Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators will be in the area in May. So hopefully we'll be able to get tickets to that. Um, This year is going to be a lot of fun. We'll have a lot to talk about over the next several months regarding live music and and, and other music. Um, With that, I I also want to start a musical recommendation part to the podcast. Um, Some of the music uh, may be older, some may be brand new, um, but expect something now every episode from now on. Um, Expect a recommendation section where I recommend music and you may or may not have heard it. Um, If you haven't heard it, check it out. Um, So today I do have one music recommendation. Um, And I know we're in 2019 now and it's February. But um, if you haven't had a chance yet to check out Shinedown's 2018 album, which is called Attention Attention, please do. I mentioned uh, Shinedown earlier, American rock band. Um, uh, this Attention, Attention album's a spectacular piece of work. Uh, from beginning to end, uh, my favorites from the song or from the albums is, is there's three songs that are really my favorites. Uh, one song's called "Kill Your Conscience," another song called "Get Up," and the third song that I really love is called "Brilliant." Um, Shine Down themselves have released six studio albums since 2003, and their sound has evolved over those years. 
um, if you pick up their first album versus their last album, they're going to sound like a different band. But that's what all good bands do. Their sound evolves. So I highly recommend um, this album by Shinedown called Attention, Attention. And I highly recommend seeing these guys live in concert if you can. They put on a hell of a show. So go see them. You'll, you won't regret it. Um, with, with that, I think I'm going to end or at least wrap up this episode. Um, you'll be hearing a lot more music in the future. Um, and I'm looking, again, I'm still looking forward to getting people on and discussing stuff. I mean, just discussing music or movies or whatever it might be. Um, but I'm still looking forward to being able to do that in the future. Um, if you do want to get a hold of me, you can find me at Facebook on Facebook at the page Nobody Asked You Kevin or on Twitter via my verified Twitter account, which is at Forensic Talks Guy, or by email at Nobody Asked You Kevin at gmail.com. Uh, you can find this podcast on Anchor, Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. Please do leave me an iTunes review if you can. Um, as soon as I get a few, I will read them on the podcast. I've gotten a couple so far, but the more the more the better. Um, so if you could at least throw me a rating, throw me a few words, um, that'd be that'd be great. Uh, but until then, always keep your stick on the ice, be kind, rewind, and stay fresh, cheese bags. Striking up poles Everybody's taxing my soul They say it's all the rage To never act your age So what you gonna hit me with next? Darwin or a crucifix So why you wanna do me like this? It's always so extreme But what you really mean? When you're begging for a break